Okay, so today's topic is all about cortisol. And as many of you are aware and have heard, this is that stress hormone. And this is definitely a relevant topic, especially for today, as many of us are stressed to the max right now with all the various things <laughs> going on, right? Well, in addition yeah. to what's going on in the rest of the world, we also have our day-to-day responsibilities, which believe it or not, can actually be more harmful and have a negative impact on our overall health than these big stressors. So um, leading today's topic is going to be Teresa, and we're just going to jump right into it. And Teresa, can you, mm-hmm. yes. um, can you just tell us a little bit more about cortisol? Yeah, absolutely. And like you mentioned, Samantha, this is a really big thing right now because of our pace, our crazy hectic schedule. A lot of people are complaining right now. I'm sure you have plenty of patients coming in. Now, I know I certainly have clients coming saying, oh my God, I'm really stressed out every single day. I am feeling some stress. And especially after 2020, you can't really blame anybody, right? It's just a lot going on right now. So yeah, let's definitely get into it. So Cortisol, it is actually our body's main stress hormone, along with adrenaline, actually. But when we typically think about stress hormone, it is cortisol. So it is actually um, our body's built in alarm system. So it's actually really, really important for us in normal levels. So I really wanted to mention that because cortisol in itself is not bad. Like I was saying, it's really important if there's something crazy and you need to like run away from something like you're something's on fire. You need to get out of there. You're going to need some cortisol. You're going to need some adrenaline. Right. But the problem happens when we are in a state of elevated stress. So that's what we're going to talk about today. When we are in this elevated levels of stress, it can cause us a lot of problems. So like with cortisol, it is um a hormone that is produced in our adrenal gland. So we actually have two of them right on top of our kidneys, right? And it actually does a lot for us. So normally it is released in a response to events like acute stress, like we mentioned, like something's on fire, you got to run, get out of there, right? But also when we wake up in the morning, we release cortisol, totally okay, totally normal. Also, after we exercise, we release cortisol. And it is... um you know, a flight, a fight or flight instinct that really helps us a lot, especially in moments of crisis. But in addition to this, it does so much more. So it helps us use our carbohydrates, fats and proteins. And it also helps keep inflammation down. And it'll regulate our blood pressure and increase our blood sugar. And we'll talk more about that later on in this episode. And it controls our sleep cycle. So definitely does a lot for us, for sure. Oh, perfect. And yes, definitely day-to-day stressors can be a factor. Um, So I know that you mentioned um, a certain amount of cortisol is important, but when does the body really perceive that cortisol is too much and becomes a problem? So like I mentioned earlier, it it becomes a problem when we are in this elevated state state of stress, like so many of us are right now. So there are actually certain signs that our body will give us when we are in the state. So a lot of people complain of weight gain. I, I hear about this one all the time. And I'll know when someone says, Katie, I am gaining weight around my stomach yes. in particular. So we see that a lot with 
our weight loss uh, clients, right, Samantha? So they will complain, I'm getting a lot of weight in my stomach. That could be a potential sign of elevated cortisol levels. Also, um, weight around the face. A lot of people say they're gaining weight in their face. It looks puffy. We'll also see acne around there, especially the jawline with us ladies. We'll see easy bruising, also slowed healing, a lot of fatigue along with this too. Irritability, difficulty concentrating, high blood pressure, and headaches as well. Wow. Yeah, those sound like miserable signs of that. <laughs> but a lot of people live in a constant state of going through this, which is kind of insane, right? Right, right. And just real quick before I ask you your next question, when you go back to um, elevated levels of stress, mm-hmm. um, does that include like, you know, say your everyday stress, like, you know, you're stressed out about your job and you have to drop your kids off. How, how does that, can that have an impact on your cortisol levels over time? Just, you know, little stressors throughout the day. You know, that is such a great question. And I'm going to say yes, because it's our lifestyle, right? This all leads to how we are leading our lives. So if we are constantly stressed out throughout the day, it doesn't need to take a big event like a car crash or something like that to elevate that cortisol level. It can be how you're leading your lifestyle. So as I mentioned before, chronic stress, you know, it's part of our lifestyle. We're used to it. We don't know any better, actually. So that is when we start seeing these huge health problems. Also, I want to say excessive caffeine. So I mentioned earlier, some of the symptoms that we'll see is really tired, sluggish, irritable, and a lot of people will go for the caffeine to give them that boost. But unfortunately, when it's an excessive amount of caffeine, that's when we will start seeing elevated cortisol levels as well. And one thing I wanted to mention, there are also certain medications that people take that can also elevate your cortisol levels. So um, certain medications, for instance, like birth control has been shown to do that. So I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, birth control, um, certain steroids that are used to treat asthma, arthritis, and certain cancers as well. When taken for a long time, it can definitely impact your cortisol levels. Wow. I know prednisone in particular. Wow. So, you know, um, you know, the symptoms sound horrible and it sounds like it can, you know, definitely accumulate over time, but what is the overall impact on our bodies? Like, is there other things that can, you know, I mean, it seems like with the inflammation and stress that there's Mm -hmm. bound to be worsening things to happen down the road. Absolutely. So I, I knew even before researching this topic, you know, elevated cortisol levels is definitely dangerous, but I had no idea, Samantha, how much it can impact our body. So I'm really glad we're taking this opportunity just to be open and real about this because stress is actually like the main point of a lot of the chronic illnesses that we are seeing. So I really wanted to like get into this with you. So let's talk about overall impact on our bodies. And this is going to kind of blow your mind because it kind of do that for me for sure. So number one, it can influence, it can impact our blood sugar and cause an imbalance and can cause insulin resistance. And we talked about this before, it can lead into being pre-diabetic and diabetic as well. So a huge problem that a lot of people are having. And what I also thought, um, what I also learned was um, it can 
gain, it can cause weight gain, obesity. We knew that, but it can also cause cravings as well. Isn't that crazy? So if you are chronically stressed, you will most likely overeat as well, because that's just something that people tend to do, right? When they're stressed, they will go for something sugary, something salty, something fatty, just to make themselves feel better. So we tend to see that a lot in people that have elevated cortisol levels. So another thing is immune system suppression. I wanted to bring this up in particular, because what's something that we're going through right now, we are going through a pandemic, right? So this is crucial. You know, we have to get our stress levels managed, for sure. Uh, Another thing is, Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, you know, and then if you have like autoimmune disorders and you're right. on top of stress and you're releasing all these cortisols, um, maybe just having cortisol levels that are off can definitely trigger some of those as well. So just in addition to, you know, the sniffles that you might think of with immune suppression, you got to think mm-hmm. of your autoimmune disorders too. Right, right. So definitely can cause a lot of issues. Another thing was GI issues as well. Isn't that crazy? So a lot of these people that are stressed, they will complain of, um, you know, if we want to be more serious about like ulcers, for instance. So we will see uh, patients that have that issue. Also, um, for people that have like IBS, it can really make their symptoms like so much worse. So we definitely do see an impact on the GI symptoms. Let's talk about cardiovascular disease. Yes. So it can significantly um, cause an increase in heart disease as well. So I thought that was interesting. Another thing is fertility problems. This one, I was like, wow, this is kind of crazy. But I know we, we did talk about this in another episode where stress can cause issues with uh, erectile dysfunction, as well as menstrual cycles as well. So impacting both men and women. So pretty much we are seeing like an overall impact on our entire body. So it's kind of crazy, you know, and let's not forget to mention the mental health aspect too. If you're stressed all the time, like, can you imagine like the impact on your mental health? Yes. That, that, that is actually a great point. Um, it seems like this is like the, the disease making hormone. (laughs) (laughs) You got, you got your stress, you got your inflammation, you got your disease. So it's definitely something that people need to take serious. It sounds like, so if people are living stressful lives and real quick, you know, like I, I hate how chronic stress has been, um, referred to as everyday stress. <laughs> have, you, have you ever noticed that? Um, and it, and it makes it sound more appealing. It's like, Oh, it's just my everyday stress. Everyday like, this, isn't stress. Anything. this isn't going to have a negative impact on my, on my health down the road, but, um, I it think will. We, Absolutely. it will. Yeah. So look at your everyday stress, l- label it as chronic stress, and maybe you might take it a little bit more serious, but if people are having some of these symptoms, they know their cortisol levels are off. Um, what are, what are some of the things that they can maybe do to make themselves feel better or get those, uh, levels in check? That is a, such a, that's such a good question because there is a lot we can do about this. You know, let's really be responsible for our own health. So the number one thing I like to say is, you know, take a look at your lifestyle, but your sleep, 
sleep is huge. I'm gonna I'm gonna be out there a little bit and say it's gonna be even more important than your diet. Because a lot of people they are not getting the proper amount of sleep because they're so stressed out. They have all those racing thoughts in their minds late at night and they can't sleep. So when a person is lacking sleep, it tends to affect other behaviors. And this is why I want to say it's more important than diet, because if you're tired, you're less likely to eat healthy, right? You're likely to go for a lot of caffeine and eat junk sugars, all that stuff, because you are tired. So I I just want to say, I would say that sleep is a number one priority. Yeah, I would, I'm going to agree with you on that. And you know, you got to remember when, when you're, um, you're in that fight or flight stage. Yes. So sleep is what helps you turn that off as well. So in order to kind of get out of that fight or flight stage and help uh, decrease those cortisol levels, you got to learn how to relax. And sleep is definitely one of those, those ways. I will agree with you um, that sleep is probably the most beneficial thing you can do for this particular hormone. Absolutely. And then of course, we're going to talk about the diet. So we did mention you know, your body has a lot of inflammation when you're chronically stressed, right? So you want to have a diet that supports like reducing your inflammation level. So how can we do that? So let's eliminate, you know, unnecessary fats, also caffeine. Caffeine is a huge one that will elevate your cortisol level. So I I will never tell someone to completely get rid of coffee, for instance, in their (laughs) lives, because honestly, I can't do it. I'm going to be real. I cannot completely get rid of coffee, but you can reduce the amount that you drink. So if you're drinking eight cups of coffee a day, yes, there are people that do that. Absolutely. And that's why I mentioned it. Maybe bring it down a notch, you know, or like go down to four cups and then try to go down to two and then make it something where you go, maybe you're good with one cup. So it's not something like you have to, you know, get off a cold turkey because I think that's, that sounds horrible to me. But um, just reducing your caffeine intake. Also, alcohol does have a big impact. And again, I will never say get rid of all your alcohol because sometimes we just need it, right, Samantha? Sometimes it's a stress reliever. (laughs) The key word is going to be moderation when it comes to both caffeine and alcohol. So another thing I I really like recommending for people is whole plant-based foods. So try to eat foods in their most natural state. And I think that's one of the best pieces of advice I could give someone. So let's, let's not focus so much on like processed foods, but more like our fruits and veggies and stuff like that. It it can definitely make an impact, definitely getting your adequate protein intake from good sources. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. Um, Omega-3 acids. Another thing that's, that's huge. So all these things can make a big impact. Um, exercise. Now, this is I this topic. I love talking about oh, this. Me too. I think. <laughs> yeah. So most people they think exercise is good, and it is 100. It is definitely good. But there are some people, especially when they're trying to lose weight, and I see this quite frequently. They will work out seven days a week and put themselves in. A chronically stress level because they're exercising so much. This does happen. Yes. So cortisol is naturally produced, you know, after your workout and that's okay. But when you're tired, 
stress, not fueling your body right, that's when when you're pushing your body like that with the workouts, it can actually make things a lot worse. So I really want to stress balance when it comes to something like this. So if you're working out like crazy and you're not seeing any weight come off, there could be a reason for that. And I would say that it could be you're chronically stressed. Interesting. That's thank mm-hmm. you for sharing that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. This is something that I've seen quite consistently when someone complains to me, like, hey, I'm working out, but I'm not really seeing results. And it's like, okay, let's take a look at your lifestyle. Yeah. And then I think you'll agree with me on this, Samantha, that we'll usually find something's going on with their life overall, right? They're not getting their sleep. They're not really taking care of themselves, you know? Right. And it, yeah, it's the overall, it's definitely the overall picture. And there's one other thing that um, I'm interested. I know that you know more about this than I do Mm -hmm. is adaptogens. I know that those are more and more popular. I've, um, I have a brand of adaptogens that I like to use. Um, Can you tell us a little bit more about that in relation to stress? Yeah, absolutely. So adaptogenic herbs, they have been shown to give your body what it needs. So if you are stressed, it's going to help bring those stress levels down. So just taken by itself, I don't think they're as effective, but if you're implementing your lifestyle changes, you know, getting your sleep, proper nutrition, and you just add this on, it it can definitely make a huge difference. So one of my favorites is called ashwagandha and I love it. I actually take it right before bed every night and I feel it makes a huge difference for me. I have definitely recommended it to a couple of my clients and I've heard nothing but positive results. Um, Also uh, there's ashwagandha and ginseng. There's so many others, but definitely do your research, especially when you're looking for any kind of supplement, really right, Samantha, it's important to do your research when it comes to adding any kind of supplement into your life and make sure it's there's purity there. So like I said, do your research with them, but Overall, I feel like they they make a huge impact on lowering your stress levels. Yeah. And make sure that, you know, when you sometimes um, we I hate to say this, but sometimes herbs and all that, sometimes they can mix with some medications that people. Absolutely. So it's always a, another reminder to talk to your provider or talk to someone that has not um, knowledge or know where, or knows where to get the resources in order to tell you if there's any potential reactions to any medications that you're yeah, on. Yeah, definitely, definitely a great point to bring up. So like we said, do your research people for sure. And then, you know, reach out to us too, because we love to talk about these things clearly. <laughs> yeah, post uh, questions on Instagram page or Facebook group. I, Teresa's big into Instagram. I'm big into Facebook. So um, they're both social medias are covered there. So if you, you know, if you prefer one, just send us a quick question and we'd love to address it. Yeah, for sure. And I think um, before we wrap this up, we just want to say like, you know, a lot of people are stressed, but this is something that we can really take into our own hands and have, uh, it's really important to have a stress management system, something that, you know, you have where after, let's say you have a bad day, you have something to fall back on that makes you feel good. Right, Samantha. So um, for me, I just like chilling in bed, listening to some good music, going for a walk, some yoga, something like that to really slow things down for me. And that's, that's helped a lot. Meditation too. Meditation works a lot for me. 
Like what works for you, Samantha, when you are having, let's say, a really shitty day? Oh gosh. Oh, I can't take anything. What do you do? Sometimes it depends on where I'm at and what I'm doing at that particular moment. Because sometimes mm-hmm. a drive in the car with music blaring is yes, thing. Yes. Sometimes mm-hmm. I love that book. Sometimes calling a friend. So mm-hmm. I try to util- utilize. I don't have one big necessary go to, but I have like it just. It depends on what's going on. Sometimes I like to be just left alone in my own thoughts for a while, and sometimes I just need to get it out. But um, I'm just. I'm just so glad that you, you brought that, that up because that, that's just so important because unfortunately stress is not going to go away. It's right. not. And I think, I think people feel like they are, and you could, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but this is where I see a lot of people, if they join a program, if they are trying to lose weight where they, um, they let, they let one major life event, get them off track. Right. And this is super important because you, you've got to learn how to not only to help with your cortisol levels, but just to help you overall in general, Mm -hmm. um, handle stressors because you're right, Teresa. Um, we got to learn how to handle them. I like to meditate in the morning. Mm -hmm. I do meditate five, six days a week and exercise. Um, those are the two things that I do to set myself up for a good day. So if something Mm -hmm. stressful does come along, I'm better equipped to handle it. So, right. Right. So our thing is know yourself and know what works for you that way when something crazy does happen, because yeah, life happens. It's going to happen. Yeah, exactly. So, um, this will just let you be better prepared. Yes. And you're able to, you know, function after it happens if you have something that, you know, works for you. Yeah. And this, I'll just give them a sneak peek into March then, right? Because it seems like a perfect time. Yeah. Yeah. Is um, March, we did, we decided to kind of dedicate some more of our episodes to mindset. And I really think mindset and stress management really go go hand in hand. So, um, in March, right? For March, yeah. Yeah. March, right? <laughs> more videos on how to handle that. We actually will have a guest speaker that month too. We don't know when yet or when we're going to post it, but just kind of give you guys a sneak peek into what's coming up. Yeah. Super excited for that. So. All right. Anything else then to add? No, I think like we covered everything. So if you guys ever have any questions, it doesn't have to be related to stress. It could just be like overall health and wellness in general, both me and Samantha, like I keep saying, we love to talk and we love to educate people and we can definitely do our best to point you in the right direction. So we will leave links to our websites and our social media as well in the description. So please feel free to check it out and contact us. Yep. Otherwise, we'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye.